listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach. So glad to be with you again this week. Listen, I want to thank you so much for listening, liking, rating, and subscribing to our podcast, Speaking with One Voice. We are continuing to experience growth, and it's all because you listen each and every week. I want you to make sure that you're following us on social media at Rodney R. Payne, at Rodney R. Payne. That's Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. And TikTok. We want to add value to you each and every week. So be sure to make sure that you are a part of our social media network so that you can stay connected. If you'd like information about how I can serve you or how our company can help you in your leadership development, please visit us on our website at RodneyRPayne.com. RodneyRPayne.com. With that, let's get started on today's topic getting the most out of yourself getting the most out of yourself. One of the things that I found that leaders struggle with the most is to maximize themselves. That means getting the most out of everything that you do as a leader. My mentor, John Maxwell, often says that his biggest leadership challenge is the challenge of leading himself. So how do we as leaders truly maximize and get to a place where we go from potential to productivity? from potential to productivity. The key is we have to acknowledge our leadership struggles, and then we have to devise a plan or a strategy to overcome those struggles and then implement or execute. I want to give you some things today as we look at the leader's struggles when it comes to maximizing yourself or getting the most out of yourself as a leader. Most every leader uh, high capacity, high impact leaders, what I find is that nearly everyone that's in that category struggles with a few things. Number one is they struggle, they simply have too much to do. They're being pulled in too many directions at the same time, too much on their plate, too many decisions to make, uh, too many balls in the air, not enough hours in the day. It seems to be that everyone is overwhelmed and they have to find themselves a, a time and a space to get into a groove just to keep their heads above water. So leaders struggle with having way too much to do. And not only do leaders struggle with having too much to do, they actually also struggle sometimes because they simply have too much talent. Leaders are often able to make up time in the air is what I like to call it, like a, the airplane that takes off a little bit late, but because it's got makeup speed, it can get you there. Or thinking about the all-pro Hall of Fame cornerback, Deion Sanders, he would bait quarterbacks into throwing passes into areas that they shouldn't because he had tremendous makeup speed or closing speed. And so many leaders are so talented that they try to overcome their shortcomings simply by talent. Another struggle for leaders is that the stress level can be simply overwhelming. The stress of having too much to do when trying to close the gap with makeup speed 
the stress of people pulling from every direction, the stress of having to answer questions and be the only one with the answer. Am I speaking to you yet? Have I gotten to your problem? The stress of leadership can be overwhelming and bog you down. Sometimes the pile on your desk, in your inbox, uh, in your electronic files is so big that it's simply overwhelming and there is stress. And then leaders also struggle with the disappointment of not making the goal, not getting it done or falling short. Leaders seem to have a struggle because disappointment can be very discouraging when you have so many things going on at one time. Have I said anything yet that you as a leader can identify with? Do you have too much to do? Uh, Let me give you a couple of key points about each one of these stresses just to try to help you with those because I want to get to some keys to really help you get the most out of yourself. If you have too much to do, it's probably because you're not delegating. And and if you're not delegating, it's probably because your team's not developed to be able to handle it. And so you don't have confidence. You've got to be able to delegate to get rid of the the too much on the to-do list. When it comes to having too much talent, you have to be confident in your abilities, but you also have to have a plan in place, a strategy, a structure that's built so that you don't have to rely on simply your talent. A mass of talent coming from multiple places is much better than one superstar. Too much stress, you have to decide what belongs on your plate and what does not. This is so key. You cannot make every decision. You cannot complete every task. You cannot do it all by yourself. This is where team leadership comes in. And quite frankly, disappointment, my friends, is a part of the process. If you're never disappointed, then quite frankly, you are not swinging for enough on the fences. In other words, you are not getting enough uh, at-bats because you can't win everything. You're going to lose some, so you've got to have enough in your queue to overcome your shortcomings. So if we want to talk about in a couple of key steps here, how do I really get the most out of myself? I'm I'm complicated, I'm complex, I'm struggling to understand myself, and and I've got to know myself in order to grow myself, according to John Maxwell and the 15 Laws of Growth. We, We have to do that. We have to know ourselves. But let's look at this. The key to really knowing yourself is that you have to honor your mirror. In other words, you have to look at yourself and then be honest about what you see. Many times when we look in the mirror, I like to say that we grade on the curve. In other words, my bad is not as bad as it may seem to you, and my good is better than it may seem to you. We like to grade on the curve. But the key to getting the most out of yourself as a leader is you have got to be honest with yourself. You have to identify where you are strong. You must identify where you have opportunities to grow. You must be honest. I mean, completely transparent with yourself. That's the first step. But how do I really honor the mirror? Well, I'm a firm believer in spending time on strengths over weaknesses, but let's start with weaknesses. When we have weaknesses or opportunities for growth, as I like to call them, we must mitigate them. 
We realize they are not our strongest place, but we cannot allow our weaknesses to take us out. So mitigating our weaknesses simply means getting them to a place of neutrality as as opposed to negativity. Getting our weaknesses to a place of neutrality as opposed to negativity. You can do this by augmentation, adding people to yourself, to your team, to help you in areas where you're weak, but you have to own it. And, and understand that it's your responsibility to deal with that thing that you see it as an area or an opportunity for growth. In other words, if organization is not your friend, then you might consider an, an assistant. You might consider automation. These are things that are going to help you to mitigate this organizational weakness, this opportunity for growth. See, looking in the mirror and saying, I just don't do it well. I'm not good at follow-up. These simple things, using uh, voice notes, taking notes to help you and set reminders in your phone so that so that it pops up and helps you to be where you need to be. Uh, most every app, there's several out there that will help you and they will time you on your appointments from one location to the next. And they can, uh, your phone or your can alert you when it's time to leave. And all of these things are small tools that help you. So if time is an issue for you, organization is an issue for you, begin to help by help yourself by using automation and putting things in place so that are going to help you to get where you need to be and to get there on time. That's how that's just one example of how you might mitigate your weaknesses. But more than that, I'm a firm believer in maximizing your strengths. You have to embrace where you are strong. You need to identify what your strengths are. And remember this, you can only move your weaknesses incrementally. Your strengths, you can move exponentially. And that is so key. So I want you to invest in your strengths, grow your strengths, able to really honor mirror. But if you act as if a weakness is not a weakness or your strength is not a strength, you don't spend the right amount of time or invest the right amount of resources in that process, you will always be uh, left feeling under as if you're underachieving or you're uh, not accomplishing what you're capable of. So remember, on, on your strengths, what are they? Do you know what they are? What are you naturally good at? What do you invest the time in? Uh, when are, are you you most productive? We'll talk about that in just a moment. Uh, you have to understand that if it's a strength, it deserves your best attention. If it's a strength, it deserves your time. If it's a strength, it deserves to be fed, nurtured, and grown so that you can get the best out of yourself. So you have to honor what's in the mirror. Remember that? I've got to look in the mirror, see myself, be honest. I've got to know myself. I I have to be honest about what are my opportunities for growth? How do I mitigate those and make them a point of neutrality and not negativity? How do I get to a place of looking at my strengths, knowing that I can grow them exponentially? This is being honest with myself by looking in the mirror. Listen, you are listening to Speaking with one voice, I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. We are talking about getting the most out of yourself. So 
We've talked about uh, the leader's struggle. You have too much to do. You have too much talent. You have too much stress and too much disappointment. And we've talked about step one is really to honor what you see in the mirror. Be honest with what you see. Uh, Mitigate your weaknesses and embrace your strengths. And then what you really want to do next is you want to, to get the most out of yourself, customize, build, invest in a system. What do I mean by a system? We have many places where we put systems in place, infrastructures in place with deliverables. But what we're doing is we are trying to get the best out of ourselves as a leader. What do we do? Well, the first thing we do is we identify how we are wired, what works for me. One of the biggest challenges I see with my clientele is that we know how we're wired, but we often are considering external factors or others' processes and systems and trying to adopt them and apply them in our lives. Listen, you are a unique individual, so you need to understand how you are wired and then maximize that. So when I say wired, there are certain tendencies you have. There's a a way that you work well. There's a time that you're most productive. There's a time that you are most creative. There's a time where you have to rest or there's a time when you overwork yourself. So you really have to look at what makes you tick. When you make this personal, you're going to put yourself in a position to find great success. So what I need you to do is don't get distracted, my friends, by looking at others' strengths and or processes. Just because it works for them doesn't mean it will work for you. There are not five steps to success that apply to every individual in the same order and in the same quantity. Why is that? It's because you are individually wired. You you know exactly what makes you tick. That's why the investment of knowing who you are is critical. I often share with my clients you don't have to work the same hours as everyone else. What I want you to do is compartmentalize and segment your day in such a way that you are working when you're most productive. As a high-capacity leader, you may be an early morning thinker, and so that means that you have to adjust your meeting schedule as to not be distracted or interrupted in the early mornings, or you may be a late-night thinker, and so you're thinking, well, I can't work uh, at night because no one else works at night. Well, if that's your most productive time, you can do things throughout the day, such as required meetings and being present, but, but set aside time during your most productive time to get the work done. Know how you're wired and maximize that. As an example, I am simply most creative in the morning. Nearly a three to one productivity increase. So I can take one hour in the morning and it's three hours worth of work in the afternoon and I can get it done in an hour in the morning. And I know that about myself. And so because I know that I put my critical tasks, my thinking and my creativity in those hours where I know I'm going to be more productive, I have a system that works for me. I'm quite, I'm able to deliver content, have meetings and in dialogue and interact. I can do that throughout the day or even in the evening. But when we talk about our creating, that creating, putting together and, and developing content, that is a morning situation for me. And by morning, I mean between the hours of 4 a.m. 
and 9 a.m. I can do a whole day's work in those five hours, whereas if I start the same work after 9 a.m., it will take me until 9 p.m. It will take me 12 hours at least to get it done. So don't get distracted by what you see in others' systems or what they're doing or in their processes. And now the other thing I want you to do is if you're going to really customize a system, your system must come with accountability. One of the things that leaders struggle with is too much disappointment. And high-capacity leaders struggle with disappointment because the to-do list is so long. So how do we fix this? I want you to go ahead and have your to-do list. I understand you have to have it, but I want you to make it shorter with two to five critical things that must be done. When you prioritize your day in that way, Every day you will feel a sense of accomplishment. Not many people are able to get a 30-item to-do list done per day. And so if you do that five days a week, you're at 150 items. So by Friday afternoon, you're on item number 50, and you feel like a failure. But if you've got two to five major accomplishments that you must deal with, every single day that are are prioritized on your list, now you put yourself in a position to succeed every day. There are some tasks that can be automated, can be delegated, and even once you build momentum, it's easier to get things done. But but figure out what tasks need to be done at what point. Um, Some people put things off and procrastinate on difficult decisions or challenging decisions or uncomfortable decisions. And so what happens is you push them off, push them off, and then you end up never getting them done. As a leader, a high-capacity leader, in order to get the most out of yourself, you have got to hold yourself accountable. You've got to look yourself in the mirror. We're back to the first point now and be honest with yourself. Did I give all I could give today? Did I prioritize? Did I organize? Did I structure my day? Did I work in my strength zone? Did I get done what I could get done? And and when you hold yourself accountable, then you can't let yourself off. You can't say, okay, I'll get to it tomorrow. Okay, I'll get to it later. Okay, I'll get around to it. Nope. You've got to make a decision, and you've got to hold yourself accountable. So let me say this one last thing. I want to help you with this. There's going to be times when you just can't get it all done. But I think the larger part of getting it all done is deciding what's yours to do and what's not yours to do. I also believe a lot of it has to do with how much time you dedicate to certain tasks and when you dedicate that time. And I think that if you don't build in what they call white space in the organizational world, if you don't build in time that's that's not allocated for everything, again, it depends on how you're wired. You, you have to have time for your rest. You have to have time for your work. You have to have time for recreation. And if you don't honor those times, you're going to impact your productivity. Our goal is simply to get the most out of, of ourselves. Now, I have always been a hard worker and 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 sometimes we can get so busy doing work that we do enough work to where we're not productive. We're busy. Oh, we're busy. We're overwhelmed. Uh, a word we used to like to use would be swamped. Oh, I'm swamped. I'm I'm covered up. I've got so much to do. And so I'd be busy all day, but at the end of the day I could not look back and see see what I accomplished that was truly productive and moving me toward my ultimate goal of success and getting the most out of myself. So let's take some time, be intentional, 
look at your struggles. Yeah, you've got too much to do. Yes, you have too much talent, so sometimes you can take some shortcuts. Uh, yeah, you got a lot of stress on your life. I get it, and, and you also have too much disappointment. But if you'll take time to look yourself in the mirror, be honest about what you see. I want you to mitigate your weaknesses to bring them to a point of neutrality and not negativity. I want you to embrace your strengths. As you embrace your strength, you you go from, from just producing to moving the needle exponentially. And then customize a system. Know when you're best. Put yourself in the best position to succeed. Get the most out of yourself. Don't try to mirror or mimic someone else's system, but rather develop a system that's tailor-made for you, that fits who you are, so that you can get the most out of yourself. And at the end of the day, you have to hold yourself accountable. Listen, I know you can do it. I believe in you. You are a leader. You are a high-capacity leader, and you are going to get the most out of yourself. Listen, you've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you again for being with us this week. I can't wait to see you next week. Do me a favor. Make sure you're rating, liking, and sharing this podcast. And also on social media, turn on your notifications so that you know what's going on and how we can better serve you at Rodney R. Payne. Finally, if I can be of service to you, if we can help you grow your business, develop as a leader, or even lift your leadership lid, please reach out to us com so we can set up a time to chat and see how we can better serve you. Until next time, I am your host, Coach Rodney Payne. Let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.